Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Well, my name is Paul Mann and I will be hosting this show today. It's an immediate aftermath to, yes, you guessed it, another one-all draw in the league. And this time it was against Hull City. And it took a very familiar path to the ones that we've seen over the last month. But to help me talk through it, I've been joined by Dave Stevens. Hi, Dave. All right, Paul, how are you doing? <sighs> um, kind of Groundhog Day. <laughs> That's how <laughs> yeah. I do. Groundhog Day a few days late, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Uh, a familiar sight this afternoon. Yeah, we've seen it so many times in the last few kind of weeks. And yeah, it's nice. We're on 40 points and we're 10 points clear of the relegation zone. That's the big positive here. We are mid-table. And I'm going to have a talk about, because I put a tweet out saying that the FA Cup draw, I'm not so interested in that. And I'm going to put into context with that. But we should remember, it is great to be that clear, the relegation zone. But we're doing it in such a boring way now. Just boring us to death, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's not it's not a, a particularly exciting thing to watch us just pass the ball around and not really have a plan and then suddenly be on the back foot and more often than not, scrape our way out of trouble. But that's still not what you want to see. Yeah, we're showing, definitely showing resilience, that's for sure. I mean, I know we let in a late goal today, but... And I know if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, well, Hull have just sold their two best players. <laughs> That's not <laughs> great. But we're also missing our key striker, and that is uh, Jao. I mean, I saw him just walk past him before the game today, and I did think we are missing you so much. Just such a difference he gives to the central mid, and you can hold the ball up, and then the central mid players can come up. But... Today, let's go back to the match today. Early on in the game, Hull City had a, one golden opportunity. Really, they should have taken the lead. We had a shot there, and Madison had the original shot, which Raphael does well to tip onto the post, and Irvine somehow doesn't knock in the rebound. I mean, what are you thinking at that moment, Dave? I'm thinking, how long is this luck that we're currently having <laughs> going to last? Because we had it with uh, against Cardiff with uh, Bamba, that insane miss. Uh, we got this one today. Um, I'll, I'm happy about it. I'll uh, I'll take it all day long, but I don't know how long we can rely on that lasting. Yeah, and there's also the uh, FA Cup one, wasn't there, when the Blackpool striker on the penalty went yes. for the penalty. Yep. Cup. So that was like, <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> amazing, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, maybe. I'd take the luck. And over the game, it probably a draw was a fair result. But we were very shaky in those opening 15 minutes. We were didn't look like we kind of understood what the game plan was. And Hull were really much quicker to it. I mean, their quality wasn't high. They didn't really have to really dazzle us with their amazing passing to get through us. But it was a really lacklustre display and... We looked knackered, basically, Dave. Would you think that's fair? Yeah, looked really, really tired. You could tell that we'd had the 120-plus the pens uh, during the week. Um, interestingly enough, despite the fact that we were tired, we were playing very high up the pitch. Like, I've never seen Liam Moore that far up. <laughs> he was like basically like a supporting striker half the time, it looked like. Um, bit of an exaggeration. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously... Gunter and Abita on each wing also pushed up really high. So I think when it, when it did come back against us, we were kind of chasing it a little um, because of that. And uh, yeah, the tiredness definitely didn't help. No, definitely. I think we kind of maintained the formation that's got him back into the game against Cardiff during the week. But at the start of the match, that didn't work. And 
Bone's a new manager, so he's got to adapt to it and learn how to make this work. And he seems to have a little bit of a pattern just keeping to try to do doing the thing that worked for him last time, which I understand, as we saw with him trying to play a lone striker up front for, a, for at least two or three games too many, I'd say. But he also has to adapt as well. So people criticise him, say he should do this, he should do that. He's also done pretty well. He might have flatlined a bit and... We're not keeping on winning matches. But like I said earlier, we've lost our, lost our best striker. But we are safe. When he took over, we were in the relegation zone. And now 10 points clear. And we're now, was it 33 games or something in? I'm not quite sure. Must be about uh, that by now. Yeah, 31, I think. Yeah, 31. Okay, 31 games in. And so that we're going to be fine. So, yeah, there was a little bit of excitement in the first half towards the end when we got back into it. There was a chance for a beater. He had a good shot. Ijari has showed some good feet, uh, footwork to get the space uh, to have a shot, which was good. But what do we think of Ovi Ijaria today, his overall performance, Dave? Uh, a mixed bag. Uh, he showed some of what we love about him, uh, especially second half. Um, there are a couple of examples. But generally speaking, um, I think like the first 15 minutes, there was one that he did well to hold up and laid it off to Swift. Uh, he did really well. Looked like he was falling over, managed to hold on to it, got the ball out to Swift, but nothing really came of it. Um, and in in general, you know, missing headers, um, misjudging some turns that we... There's stuff we love seeing him do, like his suddenly he's like switched direction, like leaving the ball behind a bit. Um, I wonder if he was tired. I wonder if the rest of the team was rubbing off on him or, or this is just... He's young. This is what you get sometimes from him. But yeah, it wasn't wasn't one of his best. Uh, he had some flashes again, as he always does, but um, not not an outstanding performance. No, no, definitely wasn't outstanding. But I think you summed out there. Is, I think it's one of those development seasons. A totally different player. I'm fully aware of that Steve Sidwell came in, wasn't perfect in his first season. Took a good two three years to get to that level where he was, and he admitted that on the podcast he did a while ago with uh, Ad Williams. And it's kind of we're seeing that maybe he's doing tricks when he doesn't need to do tricks, but when he does the tricks and they come off, they look absolutely mind blowing. So it's kind of like, I think sometimes he's at that point when he needs to do a trick to feel confident again. He yeah. needs to, cause he doesn't have the ball enough. So he needs to feel that moment when he goes past two, three players and it's when to release it. Sometimes he holds onto the ball for a little bit too long, but sometimes he can provide magic. So mm-hmm. I'm not, this is definitely not criticising Ovi Ajari and saying he's a bad player because he's still our most exciting player on the pitch by, I'd say, a fair distance. Yeah, he, he's actually, it's funny that he's partnered with Swift in the middle because the two of them, you could say the same thing. Like when, when they click and when they're on song, uh, individually or together, it's a joy to watch. It's exciting. We do things that you wouldn't expect from a Reading side uh, in recent years. If they're not clicking... They're very frustrating. So, yeah, talking about John Swift, he looked absolutely done. Yeah, absolutely done today. He was a kind of that cup game that he had during the week when he played 120 minutes is just a bit too much for him, I think. In the last half an hour, I think he should have come off and Charlie Adams should have come on instead of the Aluko switch for Bulldog. But that's the thing about being the manager, isn't it? You make those moments if Aluko plays for a pass, something does something nice. You say, what a great decision. <laughs> but it kind of like, at no point during that game did we have control of midfield at all. It was very, kind of almost like a basketball match in the second half, wasn't it? 
Yeah, a lot of back and forth. Um, you, you really couldn't tell who was going to be on his undersea at any one moment. It would switch so quickly. Um, Swift did look exhausted. Uh, even just, you know, a couple of times we'd get a free kick, you'd see the close-up on him. Uh, well, obviously, you didn't, but I did. Uh, watch it on TV. Uh, there'd be a close-up of him while he's preparing to take it, and he's just, like, trying to control his breathing. He looked shattered. He really did. So it's... Um, it was an interesting choice to play him during the week and an even more interesting choice to give him the full 120 minutes. I think we we definitely saw the, the downside to that today. Yeah, we did. I mean, we did win the games on uh, Tuesday night against Cardiff, so that's a good thing. We do have the cup draw. But one of the kind of like really disappointing things today was Pele's performance. I really don't think he had a good game today. It was the first time in months. It's kind of weird how all these players have all come together and just slowly they're sinking slightly. But Pele hasn't. He's been very good. But I, I couldn't really remember much that he did that. That was really that positive in the first half particularly. I thought his passing was abysmal, Dave. Yeah, first half he was um, at times anonymous and at other times poor, which is uh, pretty disappointing overall. Um, he, he was not the Pele we've seen the last few, um, well, couple months now, I guess. Uh, what I would say, he did brighten a little bit in the second half, but only to the level of the rest of the team, which, again, wasn't particularly great. No, it wasn't. Well, I was hoping for better in the second half. Um, we came out a little bit of a better tempo. Um, not exhilarating, I have to say. It wasn't non-stop pressure. Um, but we did get a goal in the 55th minute through uh, Jordan Abita and from that person we've just been saying who was absolutely knackered, still had enough quality in his feet to put him through. Um, the goalkeeper long for Hull City will look back at that and wonder what was going on there. I mean, it's a good shot from Jordan Abita. He's got it on target. He's hit it well, but he should save it, shouldn't he? Definitely should save it. So... Um... One thing to note in the build-up, it was a nice little interchange of play, actually, because the ball started on the right, um, and Araruna, uh, on his debut, uh, he kind of picked the ball up and put it into Pele. Pele put it to Swift. Swift picks out a beater. As a beater strikes it, I'm, I, watching it live, was thinking, oh, not there. Like, the keeper's right there. What are you doing? Obviously, shows what I know, straight through his legs and, and into the goal. It was It was a pretty poor piece of goalkeeping if you think about it it looked on the replays like he wasn't sure whether he was going to face a shot or a cross or he just didn't know what to do and he went with his legs and and like it just doesn't make any sense like technique wise um it's no surprise that he ended up getting nutmegged because his arms were like out to his sides as he tried to block the ball with his legs very strange uh, but celebrate it all day long but uh, but very strange goalkeeping Talk about celebrating. Me and the other people weren't sure whether to celebrate if it had gone in or not. It was so right. weird because you're kind of half expecting a corner there. And I kind of like thought, oh, it had gone over the bar, like bounced. But actually, no, I'm happy to uh, see that I was completely wrong and it's gone in. <laughs> that was kind of quite nice. Um, trying to find a chances after that were quite limited. We had a shot from Pele. Can you remember the other chances we had after that, Dave? Uh, yeah, Richards, uh, when he came on for a beta, uh, not long after that, um, when Aluko came on, uh, the two of them linked up, Richards and Aluko. Uh, they kind of played up the field like 
Richardson was wide left, um, Aluka was going pretty central, and they were just pinging it between the two of them. Ended up with uh, Richards having a shot, which went pretty comfortably wide, wasn't troubling the keeper. Um, and then, other than that, I can't remember anything beyond Ajari's shot that nearly got us a second, uh, which I'm sure we'll come on to. Yeah, that was uh, amazing feet work for where they're from, uh, Ajari, uh, just showing what he can do. Seemed to fall over. Um, I don't know how he manages this. He managed to fall over repeatedly in matches, yet still keep the ball. It's some kind of trick move that we haven't quite mastered. Well, the opposition hasn't. And he kind of has two or three players, and as if they're not there really, in a really confined space. It's not like going past them when he's running down the wing or something. And he still gets a shot away. And when he hit the shot, it's almost in line with me. I thought that's going to hit the post and hopefully go in. But no, it just goes wide. And you think... People around us are kind of dazzled by that moment of skill. And it was really good bit of skill. But then only moments later, we do some cardinal sin of just switching off completely for the goal, don't we? Yeah, it's the same old story. Like, we, we have a moment of excitement and then uh, we switch off, the ball comes up. I mean, Hull hadn't done pretty much anything for some time before that chance. And the ball comes forward... Uh, Araruna probably could have got a little closer to his man uh, first game in the league, so you understand it. Um, I'm not sure Gunter would have done much better. Like the, the way the way he didn't close down was the criticism we have of Gunter usually, and not to not to just knock him for that. But um, yeah, didn't close it down. Ball comes to the striker um, as he takes his shot. Morrison tries to kneel down to put a block in, as you would expect your central defender to do. Unfortunately, that loops it up and over Raphael, who, despite getting a hand to it, uh, watches it go into the back of the net. Completely just lack of concentration in the build-up. Like, you, you can't fault Raphael. You can't fault Morrison. You can absolutely fault the fact that that situation was allowed to occur. Yeah, definitely between Pele and Blackett, all over the pitch way before it. It was really... It did kind of sum up the day. The only way Hull were really going to score today, they needed a little bit of luck. Which they got. If you don't shoot, you don't score. And you could say exactly the same about our goal. Our goal was a little bit lucky. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, that doesn't go in. But another one-all draw. So many of these games we are drawing, it's becoming an absolute pattern of predictability. If you're going to have a bet on us, and uh, you might as well lump your whole house, mortgage on it, just everything, life savings. One-all, it doesn't matter who we're playing, <laughs> where we are, we just love that scoreline. And... Yeah, we're going to get there. It reminds me of that season when we went up to the championship many years ago um, when Jamie Curran scored the goal. We kept on getting draws at the end of that season to get just over the line. Well, we're not going to get promotion this season. If we get promotion this season, I don't know what. I mean, that would just be mind-blowing. It's just not happening. But, yeah, is I want to find positives from today. I guess the positives today was Abita scoring that goal. Again, he's providing some kind of comeback and he's getting more matches. And he unfortunately had to go off with maybe a little bit of tightness in his hamstring. But I think that would be okay. Obviously, Aruna coming on as well. I thought he did more than okay on his debut. On his first touch, he almost laid in for Bulldog, didn't he? To have a good chance on goal. We didn't mention it earlier, but yeah, the... um... The, pretty much the first touch of the ball he had was this ridiculously accurate ping ball up to Bulldog, who, to his credit, 
brings it down perfectly into his path, but then puts it onto his left foot to shoot and puts it just wide. Um, onto his right, I reckon that's like goal of the season. <laughs> yeah, there was. This is the thing about doing this so quickly after the match. I've now remembered that Mate had a chance in the first half as well. He did, and, and that was on his right foot. Oh, goal yeah. at an angle. But yep. it was on his right foot. Once it was on his right foot, I thought, if this goes in, it's going to be an absolute bonus. <laughs> yep. The right foot is his one for just like, I don't know. He doesn't do anything with it, basically, does it? He's, if it had been on his run. head, and swung his head around, it probably would have been better. Yep. <laughs> so, exactly. No, no. He's a, so that was a shame. You wanted him to score because he's, he's, he's on a bit of a, an uptick for him recently, yep. and it would have been a nice way to, to cap that off. Um, I think, yeah, other than that, there wasn't too much. Um, Pele's shot that we mentioned earlier was decent just after half time. Uh, opened up for him, and, you know, another day that could have slipped under the keeper. But Yeah, it's so frustrating to drop another two points like we did at Cardiff City. Cardiff City, I felt um, that was slightly different because they did pressurise us. They didn't have shot after shot, but there were so many crosses that they had. But whole City... In the second half, you can see why they've lost their last five matches before this game. They really didn't offer much at all. Um, you could argue we didn't as well, if you're going to be brutally honest about it. Yeah, I mean, if, if you were a neutral observer looking at the match as a whole, you would say it had draw written all over it, and fair enough. Um, I would say one thing that I would, not to tilt it back negative again, but the, the substitutions in the second half. Um, yeah. Charlie uh, Adams should have come on. Yeah, should have been there. Aluko, I get it. He scored the penalty, gave him some confidence on uh, in, in the cup in the, in the week, but he didn't really do much of anything. Um, this wasn't the game for him. And then suddenly, like all of the the industry and the running that we had from Bulldog up front, which gave them problems, was gone. And we and he didn't do anything similar. Um, no, Richards for a beater, necessary, obviously. Uh, I think a beater is probably. He's still easing his way back into it, and he's playing a lot of games at the moment for someone that's come back from a long layoff. But um, again, we we lost a little bit of something when when Richards was there instead. Yeah, I mean, I wonder with Iluka how much of it is that we've still got a bit of time on his contract left, and Charlie Adam could leave. I think maybe we're trying to utilize him and see what we can do with him, and. Maybe, well, not maybe, we are in mid-table kind of safety. Yeah, we're not going to go down, we're not going to go up, and we're kind of floating around. So that brings me on to my point about the FA Cup. I put a tweet out saying that I'd rather win the league match uh, today than the FA Cup match against Cardiff on Tuesday. Now, I understand why loads of people think the total opposite and they want to go on a glorious cup run, and uh, they enjoy that. I just think myself, I've seen so many seasons of a struggling against relegation. I want to get that done, sorted as quickly as possible. And I see John Swift today and he was done. If you get another 20% out of him today, we might well have won that match. Maybe even 10%. We never know. It's all hypotheticals. And I totally understand why people love the FA Cup. I mean, it's a great competition. But for me, I'd rather see us do well in the league. And if for me, that would be just finishing 12th or in 11th in the top half of the table would be a brilliant season. I don't want us to drift down and end up finishing 17th again, because that's just rubbish. But you all have your own opinions. If you listen to us, get in contact and let us know. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, I must admit, um, I've, I've flip-flopped on the cup. Uh, before the replay, I was like, ah, whatever. Uh, I care about the league. I want us to, I want, like, 14th is what I, I hoped for before the season started, and it's still what I want today. Um, I was like, who cares about the cup? We're not going to win the cup. Um, 
we we win that game after going behind multiple times. Uh, we went on penalties with those penalty takers. I was all in. A cup run, glory, off to Wembley. Um, I do enjoy the cup. Uh, the FA Cups, I'm one of those people that um, doesn't matter what it actually is like. It's got the nostalgia value. I love it. Um, but yeah, I, I will say that if you look at it very, like, in, very, very cold view, no emotion, Sheffield United are like my favourite team to watch in the Premier League right now. The, the way they play is fantastic. They're going to have a field day with us unless they play like a very weakened side. Um, and a win today probably would have put us maybe 13th. And uh, that, that just that has like more value to me. So, yeah, if I had to pick between the two, I'd have that. But yeah, come March, what is it, March 3rd, I'm going to be really excited about the FA Cup again <laughs> no yeah definitely yeah if we win that game it'd be absolutely brilliant yep. and then we go to like quarter final we get an okay draw if we didn't have Sheffield United yep. I had someone slightly easier I'd say yeah this is a really good opportunity but Sheffield United I feel they're going to comfortably dispatch us because they are way better than us <laughs> so yeah. you know as much as people think of Sheffield United being this championship team they're not at the moment they're way way better and I know the cup doesn't work like that so you never know, under the lights at the Medeski Stadium, the you know, electric atmosphere that we always see in the Medeski Stadium, <laughs> as the PA person will tell you. It, it could happen, and I hope it does happen, but um, it's always good to have different opinions and uh, thoughts of people, what they think. That's the great thing about running this site. So hopefully we'll be back and talking about a win after the game against West Brom during the week. We will have a preview show before that one. But, yeah, a frustrating day. And let's hope, just get a different scoreline. Different scoreline. I don't want us to lose, obviously, but give us a 2 all, Just something different. If it's going to be a draw, give us a little bit more drama in the league. So, yeah, come on then. See you then next week. Bye.